Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to The Delicious Podcast. I'm Jilly Smith and in this special episode I'll be investigating the role food plays in health and how cooking together can boost confidence. I'll be looking at how to build a healthy brain with the author of the book of the same name, psychologist Kimberly Wilson. You need to use your brain in order to keep it ticking over, to keep building new connections and keep it healthy and strong. This podcast is sponsored by W.K. Kellogg, no added sugar granola. So first, an advert from W.K. Kellogg. Cereal is something that Kellogg has been making since the 1890s when its founder, William Keith Kellogg, first toasted flakes of corn to make the iconic cornflake cereal. As William Keith said himself, we are a company of dedicated people making quality products for a healthier world. Kellogg's has long been an industry leader in innovation, marketing and nutrition. Now they've brought us WK Kellogg No Added Sugar Granola, a no added sugar, vegan, high in fibre and palm oil free granola that tastes delicious and comes in a variety of options, some of which include coconut, cashew and almond, raspberry, apple and carrot and cocoa and hazelnut. WK Kellogg believes in starting your day right by eating some wholesome food and doing a little good in the world. To reflect their founder's spirit of philanthropy and conservationism, 10p from every pack of WK Kellogg No Added Sugar Granola sold is used to support sustainable farming and projects that provide breakfast for people in need. So far, they've been able to donate to over 250 UK schools to help them run breakfast clubs. And through their Origins project, they're helping UK wheat farmers to improve soil health and biodiversity while growing the grains that we eat. For more information, you can read the notes below your podcast and visit wkkellogg.com. So, while you're enjoying your bowl of granola, you can do so knowing that you're doing a little good in the world. And when you eat good and do good, you feel good too. It's good all round. Pick up a pack today of WK Kellogg No Added Sugar Granola, available at all major retailers, and enjoy the goodness. And WK Kellogg No Added Sugar Granolas are a source of magnesium, which contributes to normal, energy-yielding metabolism. Eating well and doing good in the world is the advice of author and psychologist Kimberly Wilson, whose new book, How to Build a Healthy Brain, is a comprehensive guide to living well. She's pulled together some of the latest research to show how brain health is not just about eating the right foods, but learning new skills too. I popped down to visit the community chef, a cookery class in Lewis, East Sussex, on Holocaust Memorial Day, where Robin Van Creveld was teaching a group of older men, graduates of his Man with a Pan course, how to make a Jewish pastry called Rugeluch. On Adrian's request, you've got an event tonight, 
and yes. you wanted something that is traditionally a Jewish dish. So I thought we'd make some little pastries. They're called rugelach. They're essentially a crescented pastry, a bit like a croissant, but it's not a layered pastry. So I've made up the dough in advance for us. It's a leaven dough, so it has some yeast in, but it's enriched every way. So you know when I've shown you how to make bread before, it's a straight flour, yeast, salt, and water. This is flour, milk, egg, butter, sugar, and cream cheese. And it's the cream cheese that is very traditional in the rugelach. So I've boiled these up as 200 gram balls. What kind of cream cheese? I just used full fat, no messing around cream cheese. Adrian is 56 and told me why they were making rugelach today. We're going to a local place, Cliff Bridge, and a friend of mine whose uh, mother was on the kinder transport um, will be saying a few words and there'll be some various people around who are interested. And to me, it's the whole social Jewish thing of food. And I just asked Robin, because, you know, I did this wonderful man with a pan course with him and said, have you got any ideas what I might prepare to hand out for these people? <clears throat> and so Robin came up with a suggestion. And now here we are, some of my old colleagues from the course that we did together, um, making these wonderful baked goods. The shape you start with is the shape you end up with. So flatten your ball into a disc. Make sure your pin is dusted. You roll and you turn. So it's a 90 degree turn every time. Robin explained how Man with a Pan came about. I was approached by the Camberley Alzheimer's Cafe as community chef to set up an all-male cookery group. What they identified is that men are not eating properly, especially men of an older generation. They also identified men are suffering from loneliness, isolation, inactivity. So this project came about two and a half years ago. We got some funding from the National Lottery to pilot it. It took off immediately. All the courses are full. The men get amazing results from it. We've, we've added value to these courses by every month doing a community cookery day where the men cook for the homeless and for people who are experiencing either Alzheimer's themselves or the carers for people with Alzheimer's. And we want these the size of a dinner plate. So you can see it's a little bit tight. It keeps pulling back on itself. That's the gluten, the protein part of the wheat that is elastic and drawing it back in. So it's, it's good to leave it just for a few moments and then start again. So over here is the filling. Now, what I've done here is I took dark demerara sugar, I took cinnamon and cocoa, and I blitzed it all together. So I've made chocolatey cinnamon sugar. The group of five men watch as Robin shows them how to make the pastries. But there's much more going on here than flour, butter and a pinch of salt. So the cafe identified some of the wider determinants of good health being if you're active, being what you eat, being how you feel about yourself and about your community. They had a very practical, straightforward idea. If we get men more active, eating better food, they will either have better mental health or better physical health, both of which are determining factors in how people either contract or experience Alzheimer's and other dementia-related related illnesses. So even though it's got butter in the dough... We hit it with a little bit more butter. Okay, so we just brush it all the way to the edges. And the reason we brush this is actually to make the filling adhere properly to, to the dough. Tell us about the guys here today. So this, uh, the gents who are joining us today have done a course about two months ago. 
We're in Lewis today in East Sussex. We now run the course all over the show. So the men uh, attended and completed a five-week cookery course. They've then had a couple more community days where they've come together, brought friends and family to, I guess, witness what they've done and help us cook for the homeless. Um, They're a mixed bunch that you've got today. I think the oldest is about 89 and the youngest is 56. Some of them have long-term health conditions. One of the gents has MS. One of the gents has a coronary situation. Two of them are suffering with depression. Now, very traditional in a rugelach is the cinnamon, the chocolate and the sugar. But some people put poppy seeds in. That kind of really shows its Eastern European roots. David has been suffering from depression since an accident at work. Well, I was a, was a postman in, when I was working. And I was in a RTI in a, in a post office van. And it took me five years to get back to more or less normal. I'm not, my, my wife will say I was never normal in the first place. <laughs> um, so I did become for a year depressed. There is no two ways about that. And learning how to do the cooking actually made me feel a lot better in myself to start with. And then when people used to come in and say, oh, what have you made, baked today? Have you done anything today or whatever? Um, the feeling that I got out of that was that people were asking me, have you done some baking? And then eating it and then saying, cool, that was brilliant. And how did you do it? And all the rest of it made me feel extremely pleased with within myself and that made me feel you know and then that transferred out to the people that i'm with you know i'm not with depressed anymore and i've give the people that are around me a little bit of enjoyment so you don't want to be too shy with this nice it's probably about a millimeter and a half thick about three or four dessert spoons of the filling goes on top jeff has decided at the age of 89 that it's finally time to learn to cook I've been married for 60 years. I don't interfere in the kitchen because I get in the cook's way. And I do all the other things. Fair enough, we've got a good arrangement. If you've been married 60 years, the wife's getting on a bit as well. I thought I ought to know a bit more about cooking. I came along here and um, had a whale of a time with this gang. I mean, they were all on the course before. There were six of us, I think. And it really um, made it very easy for me to... Um, utilise my time in the kitchen at home I'm much more familiar with it I'm not frightened to ch- chuck stuff in the oven We're going to aim for eight out of each disc of dough Yeah. So, like so So we have triangles And you pull a triangle away tri- And you start to roll these up Adrian runs a cycling group for older people And believes that it's essential to keep the brain and body busy I spend a lot of time with a lot of older people Okay, it's in seventies and eighties older people. This chap earlier, Jeff, is a very good friend of mine. We're, we're cyclists, and I think it's very, very good that people can get together because when it's blokes around, they will talk to each other, and yeah, we've just been talking, sharing things about life, and um, it's a way of being comfortable when perhaps you are vulnerable. If you're vulnerable, there's different ways of being vulnerable. The reason I like to ferment my dough is because it makes it more digestible. Uh-huh. Yeah, so remember when we made bread, the only way that the only real way that wheat becomes very digestible is when you cook the hell out of it or you ferment it and then cook it. Right. The fermentation process, which is what yeast does, actually breaks down some of the proteins, some of the, the glutens, 
and it makes it it makes the goodness in wheat more available to us. Oh, okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. But you don't have to. You can make a straightforward butter pastry and do exactly the same type of um, type of pastry, just with a, a short crust pastry. Yeah, yeah. But I'm a I'm a bread baker at heart, yeah, so yeah. I, I like oh, I like okay. the proper doughs. Jamie is a writer, and despite the big personality in the class. He says it's sometimes hard to be alone. As a writer, the greatest living writer of all time. Um, it's, well, it's quite isolating because you work at home a lot. And you can find yourself in a little darkened room for too many hours. You know, I've been clinically depressed before and, and got over it. But the whole cooking thing gives you a lot more confidence. And then it gives you more structure to your day. And the evening, and I start thinking about when I'm going to bed what I'm going to cook tomorrow. And I really look forward to it now because I feel I've got more skills and I know a bit, a bit more idea about how I could put it together. And it's really nice. It gives you a sense of focus and something to do that is more than just being stuck in a room trying to think of the next idea that you're going to write. Food has always been a very important part of mankind's culture and how we... And we tend to forget about that because we don't live in communities like we used to thousands of years ago. Everyone together sorting the food out. So you make a little mini community. Before they go in the oven, we brush them with a little bit more melted butter. Some people brush them with egg, but I want these super rich. Like this. And we'll leave these to prove up for about an hour before we bake them. Alex is chef at Lewis's fine dining restaurant, Lime Tree Kitchen, but finds hanging out with the older men therapeutic. So Robin and I have been friends for quite a long time, quite a few years, and um, I've done a few jobs with him and always found it really enjoyable, rewarding work. And um, he asked me initially to go and teach uh, how to cook meat for some of his guys up in Surrey because Robin's a vegetarian. So I went and did that and uh, just found it a really, really a humbling experience, a very rewarding experience. And um, it's nice to do something positive, you know. It's lovely to cook lovely food for people, um, charge them a good amount of money for it. But it's really nice to come and help some people. That's what I really enjoy. About is that it. what it is for you? It's about giving back. <clears throat> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I grew up with my grandma, so I'm sort of very familiar with being with slightly older people. And um, yeah, people don't always have the easiest time, and it is difficult sometimes for older people to, particularly guys, to talk about their emotions, to even make contact with other people. I think it can become more and more isolating. Uh, and a course like this is just fantastic because it lets them be in a group together, share their stories, open up. And we talk about all sorts of things, you know. We can all be vulnerable together to a certain extent and uh, share our experiences, even mine, my limited life experience. I wonder how much the course has to do with it, a framework that takes you through from beginning to end. You're here to learn something, but actually that gives you permission to open up a bit and be a little bit Yeah, I think absolutely. I think the, the cooking is wonderful and, you know, improves the confidence, improves the skills, they learn a bit about nutrition, budgeting, etc., etc. But it, it's almost, to a certain degree, secondary to providing a space where the guys can talk, meet other people, and realise that perhaps you're not, you know, completely isolated. Other people do have similar experiences, and to talk about it, it's absolutely fine. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. And it's enriching and you can grow from it. I mean, you're a young guy and there's a different way of talking. Yeah. But do you find it easier here as you're pottering around in the kitchen? It's lovely to know that you're in a safe space. That's one of the things. And one of the things we said at the beginning is whatever is shared here stays here. Um, and so no, it, it becomes very, very easy. It's very liberating, and yeah, unfortunately, I don't feel uncomfortable talking about my emotions. And maybe to a certain extent, that helps other people. If you can be vulnerable and share something, then it will encourage someone else to give something back as well and share their story a bit more. Kimberly Wilson believes that a course-like man with a pan is just what the doctor ordered. It's a bit startling to say it, but one of the biggest risk, risk factors for brain health is retirement. And what ends up happening, for example, is we gain or we we have a lot of purpose in our lives from our work, but also a lot of social interaction from our work colleagues. And so work provides both purpose and socialization. And so as you get older, later in life, if you retire or leave work, if you're medically retired, whatever happens, you can lose two quite fundamental parts of your life, both in terms of the intellectual activity, the purpose from your actual work, as well as the socialization from from friends and from colleagues. Yeah. Now, you also say get a skill, mm. stimulate your brain. Learning to cook, mm-hmm. particularly later <laughs> in life, must be ticking all your boxes because, of course, food and good nutrition is an essential part of the argument that you make in the book. I think food and learning to cook fits into lots of different parts of that. So one is the use it or lose it idea, which is you need to use your brain in order to keep it ticking over, to keep building new connections and keep it healthy and strong. Um, but also, depending on what you're cooking, you can also provide yourself with the right nutrients um, to feed and keep your brain and give it the substrate that it needs to build the building blocks and 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 do well. Yeah. Now, let's break down the food because mm-hmm. we do have to eat the right food to have a healthy brain. It's not enough just to cook pastries all the time. You talk about the gut microbiome. You talk about fibre. Now, we have known about fibre for a very long time. But one mm. of the interesting things that you talk about with fibre is that it is linked to dementia. So we need to be quite careful about that, um, that there is a growing interest in the area of research, which is looking at some neurological disorders that might originate in the gut. So the, the big one at the moment is um, Parkinson's disease and the idea that actually Parkinson's might start as inflammation in the gut, travel up the vagus nerve and then into the brain. And now there's some initial work going around the idea that other issues like multiple sclerosis, other forms of de- dementia might be triggered or exacerbated by a gut-based or gut-initiated inflammation. What we do know is that fibre is one of the best ways to help support a diverse gut microbiome and that 
as far as we know at the moment, a diverse gut microbiome is associated with better health outcomes. And so one of the big concerns at the moment is people cutting out fiber and cereal grains um, from their diets, perhaps if they've decided to go gluten-free, um, and not getting the diversity and quantity of fibre in their diet to support a healthy gut microbiome. Yeah, and this is, I mean, the the Community Chefs Man with a Pan um, course is a great example of what you're talking about because it is about teaching people to, to cook and eat right. It is about community. It is about learning a new skill and it's about having a purpose. Mm. I think one of the core things that I guess I would like to get across is the idea of coming together and the importance and the ways that we can do that. And I think food is probably our most natural way of doing that. So whether you are cooking and inviting people around or whether you are cooking together or whether you're going somewhere where you can sit with friends over a meal and commune um, and going back to kind of the original, uh, the roots of the word companion, which is, you know, with and bread and breaking bread together, that there's a deeply human element eating together that we're, we're at risk of losing. And I think... In terms of the research that you're pulling together, mm-hmm. you say that there is 40% increased risk of dementia from being isolated. Mm-hmm. How does that work? Well, it brings together lots of different elements that are associated with isolation. So first of all, the lack of stimulation. So we know your brain needs to be well stimulated. And one of the best ways that we remain stimulated is having conversation, conversing, being connected with other people. Um, people who are isolated tend to not eat quite as well. So they might just be subsisting on often kind of tea and toast and things that aren't necessarily nutrient dense. And there can be less compulsion to cook a big nutritious meal if it's just, if you're just cooking for one. Um, They tend to not go out as much. So there's less exposure to natural light, which might affect sleep, um, but also you're getting less exercise. So there are lots of ways that contribute to isolation being associated with this higher risk of of brain health concerns. So a happy brain leads to better sleep and the research about what happens to the brain is really exciting. Well, I think so anyway. The synapse is open and there's this wonderful (laughs) sort of alchemy that happens while you're sleeping to wash everything away. So you literally start afresh every single morning. How does that happen? It's really fascinating fascinating research and the mechanism has been shown properly in animals we haven't been able to kind of open up human brains quite well enough to be able to see this but um yes what happens during deep sleep is that the the synapse which is a gap between your your nerve cells opens up but by quite a considerable amount 40 to 60 percent and then it's the glymphatic system so it's uh it's called it's a type of fluid called cerebral spinal fluid and it comes in and kind of flushes away the built-up kind of debris of the every of every day yeah so um your brain whenever it's kind of working is throwing out some garbage that accumulates in between the cells and during sleep that's cleaned out by the lymphatic system and there's an interesting link between sleep and alzheimer's so what we do know is that poor sleep and sleep disorders appear in the years leading up to an Alzheimer's diagnosis. We're not clear exactly what the cause and effect of that. So is it that a brain that's starting to get Alzheimer's can't produce good sleep? Or is it that the sleep disturbance kind of exacerbates and speeds up the decline into Alzheimer's? We're not sure. But what we do know is that if you can, you should do everything you can to ensure you're getting good sleep to help your brain recover every night. So getting out and about, learning new skills and eating well leads to good sleep, which can reboot your whole system and keep you healthy. 
But Kimberly's keen to keep the carbs cold. When people think about fibre, they think, oh, yeah, maybe um, cereal grains and beans. And that's absolutely true. And alliums. But also um, there's resistant starch. And that comes from cold carbs. And that's, so that's carbohydrates or starches that have been cooked and cooled. So whether that's pasta or a baked potato or potato salad or, or pasta salad, any carb that you've cooked and then cooled. Um, changes the structure of the sugar, the starch, makes it resistant, and then actually turns it into a prebiotic. It feeds the gut microbiome. You basically say that the gut, I mean, everyone says that the gut is the second brain, but you say that this is a really, really important thing to understand. There is some research to suggest that there is some connection with multiple sclerosis. Mm. So it's a very, very nascent, it's an early stage of research that's looking at the potential for issues in the gut to travel up to the brain, and whether that's through the, the blood stream or whether that's up through a direct connection, the vagus nerve, kind of getting into the brain where it shouldn't be, you know, um, whether it's a kind of piece of bacteria or um, kind of cellular debris, getting into the brain, causing inflammation and, and, and creating you know, problems in the brain. It's, it's very, very early stages, but it's a very kind of compelling area of research at the moment fascinating and the answer to that of course is to go out and do all the stuff that we've been talking about do what we've all been told to do which is to eat uh, a diet rich in fruit and vegetables get out exercise sleep well take care of yourself because it's important to remember that what's going on in your body is also going on in your brain so we need to look after the whole organism our brain back at community chef robin has seen these findings change lives I've seen it with lots of different demographics, from young mums, teenagers, people in remand, uh, refugees. It all has the same overall general benefits. People come together, they work together, they eat better, it builds confidence, builds self-esteem, it builds community in the most direct sense. But with the older men, it's been more successful than any project I've ever run. In what way? At a very basic level, they turn up to all the sessions. So we run these as five-week courses with ongoing community activities. I also see direct change in the way that, uh, I guess, in their, confi- their level of confidence, their level of participation. We recently had a gent who lost his wife now six weeks ago. He joined us two weeks into his mourning period. He's 93 years old. Mm. He'd never cooked a piece of toast yeah. in his life. And so coming on this course, he had a chance... I, I would say he had some support with his grief as well as with his uh, his basic home economic skills. So by building in extra activities, we keep them engaged. It means I can monitor how their progress is going. When we look for positive effect, we're not just looking for cookery skills or what they're eating. We're looking for participation. We're looking for confidence. We're looking for, I guess, overall practice. You know, how are you feeling about yourself? When you're cooking, I mean, it's a wonderful communal activity, but it's down to detail and it's all down to fine timing. You know, you have to be concentrating on what you're doing. How are you so able to tune into these tiny, often tiny little moves towards greater confidence, speaking up for the first time, that, that measure of participation? What are you looking for? I mean, for me, it's all it's all about mindfulness. It's all about being 100% in the room. If you're not present, you're missing things. 
Um, we've had incidents of safeguarding here where we've seen abuse and actually identified the abuse, reported it to social services. They have then intervened and that particular gentleman is getting the support he, he now needs. I think your question, your question is a difficult one. Any chef who is worth their salt is a multitasker. They're on the ball. They know what's going on. If you take your eye off the ball, you burn the onions. It's straightforward. It's exactly the same with facilitating cookery. You have to be really present. And I have a lot of experience in doing this. I really love it. I throw myself right into it. Um, I would say it's something that develops. Not everyone has that skill. Okay, so we've we've proved up our ruglach for about an hour and a half. They've doubled in size. The oven's on at 170 degrees Celsius. Um, we're going to bake them for 15 to 20 minutes. After 15 minutes, I take them out and I brush them with butter again. And this gives them a nice foxy colour and makes them that little bit richer. It's always a good idea to let them cool down fully before you tuck into them. The gentlemen have spent the morning catching up, learning new skills and tucking into something tasty together. Kimberly Wilson says it's not only good for them, it's the most natural thing in the world. One of the things we have to remember is that humans are born into networks and networks remain crucial to our well-being our entire lives but actually we're socialized into independence you know relying on yourself striving being number one being out there on your own and so it takes a little work to kind of come back around to the idea that what's really important and what's almost most natural for us is belonging so finding a tribe finding a group being part of a community group if you can because that's what's really going to support your resilience and well-being Thanks for listening to the Delicious Podcast, sponsored by W.K. Kellogg No Added Sugar Granola. For more information, you can read the notes below your podcast and visit wkkellogg.com. Pick up a pack today of W.K. Kellogg No Added Sugar Granola, available at all major retailers, and enjoy the goodness. W.K. Kellogg, good all round. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.